Hey everybody, you know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode of the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Uh, my name is Justin, and as always, I'm joined with, uh, you know, you know, go ahead and do it, you know what I'm saying? Hi, I'm Xavier. Hi, I'm Nathan. <laughs> I'm Nathan Martin. Follow Hello. me on Instagram at Nathan Martin. <laughs> I'm, I'm Xavier. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know about that one. But yeah. Uh, Hi, welcome back. I'm Nathan Martin. And I want to tell you, sometimes I get an itch on the bottom of my feet and I don't know how to handle it. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, come on. I, all right. All right. We'll take We're going to cut that out. No, no that's good. keep it in because it's the only time you're going to be funny for the rest of the hour. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was Ace right there. <laughs> We got a we got a lot of funny okay. stuff planned for you. Okay, today. All, right. all right, a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, rub that case out your mustache. Let's get to it. <laughs> uh, nothing is funny that was uh, Nathan's extra toe. All right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not funny. That's a condition. You know, we can't help. Can't help it, can you? <laughs> Said you wanted to keep it so you could climb trees easier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're in a joking mood, all right? Guess what we're talking about today? Uh, oh. The movie Joker. <laughs> uh, the exact opposite of a comedy. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, uh, you know, as always, you know, we love to talk about movies uh, on the Knuckle Sandwich podcast. Why do we, what do we think of this movie, guys? How do you, how do you feel about the jokes uh, or lack thereof? Are we going to say spoiler alert? Or are we just going to give our general impression first? Mm. Uh. We're gonna go ahead and do a spoiler if you're you're listening to this one uh, okay. on a few days after Joker came out. But um, skip ahead to let's say half an hour from now. Listen from there, or just mute this and then you know what to do. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler from here on out. Um, overall, I would give this. Movie, he dies. Sorry. <laughs> um, I would give this movie a. <laughs> awards it like a seven, seven and a half. No. Okay. Yeah, it's gone up since uh yesterday. Yeah. yeah, initially I did not like it. I talked to Xavier. Um, I was like six and a half to seven. Um, but just looking back on Joaquin Phoenix's performance, uh, mm-hmm. he really does carry this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable giving it that extra point boost. That's wow. that's roughly where I'm at right now too. At first, I want to give it a seven and a half, but when I think back, you know, like you said, the performance and the singer, the cinematography and the music and stuff, it was all good. Yeah a good film i just don't know if it's a film i would watch you know on a regular basis on so i would i would give it i guess an eight. Oh, yeah i'll just mm-hmm. give it eight out of ten not bad we're in my stopping uh, grounds now yeah i don't feel comfortable giving it a 7.5 because then then you're just comparing that movie to incredibles 2 you know and this movie mm. was better than incredibles 2 so Stop comparing those movies. Yeah, no, I, I can't think of a more average movie than Incredibles two. <laughs> uh, Monsters Inc. University. <laughs> that was that was not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was all right. Okay, they had went back to their glory days. So don't even <laughs> Monsters stomping Inc. ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you think? How'd you like this movie, Ace? I this movie was not terrible. And it wasn't bad. It was just good. It was it was good. I guess I, I don't know. I felt the movie was very predictable, which doesn't mean it's bad. I just kind of was like I know what's going to happen. Not from 
any not and I'm not saying like know what's going to happen because I know about Joker, but because of the way the movie was set up, you know, you know, you have this guy, he's like all weird and different. And then next thing you know, he's misunderstood and then bad situations happen and he, you know, turns into a bad guy. You know, I don't know. It, it just it felt weird. I, I didn't you know what? Ah, I didn't like the movie. It was bad. <laughs> OK, <laughs> the movie was bad. It wasn't good. It was uh, the acting was great. I, okay. I will agree. His acting was great. Music was good. They played a lot of cello. I would say maybe a little too much, <laughs> a little too much cello in there. All right. Um, a lot of slow dancing. OK, I don't know. It was it was okay. Movie was okay. Uh I I won't watch it again. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it again. Ever yeah, I'm soon. Uh but g- give me a number. Give me a number out of ten days. <sighs> seven. Okay. Well so, so okay, I got you. Nathan. Yeah. yeah, I I give it a give it a eight and a half, maybe eight point two. Eight point two five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, Zay, the cinematography was gorgeous. Uh, I don't know how they, like they made Gotham. Yo, <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Made, yo, uh, they made. <laughs> 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 they made. Uh, I like how they made Gotham City feel like a real city. Um, I know it was just New York City where they were filming. Like I could easily tell, but like it felt like you were there with them on the streets. Um, even like the opening scene where he, when he gets jumped by those little kids and he's laying on the ground. And then the camera like pans out, but the camera's he's like in the middle of the alley and the camera pans out perfectly. It's like it's rolling on this street mm-hmm. towards you. And then the words Joker pop, not words, Joker, word Joker pops up on the screen. Yeah, um, yeah. I just thought that was beautiful. And then the staircase, every time he was on the staircase, that was like really cool. And then you could see like the silhouette of the two detectives up there. <clears throat> yeah, cinematography was just so cool. Yeah, I think my favorite. Uh, scene that they were filming was the on the subway. Yeah, he was laughing the way it was going from you know you could see everything. Then it went to a tunnel. It was really dark. Mm-hmm. Then it got bright again. Then dark again. That whole scene was nice. It really built the tension up. Yeah, it almost gave Jasmine a, a Caesar though. Um, oh, she could yeah. not handle that drastic change in light. I didn't think it was that bad, but I guess I don't have those kind of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of that the with the uh, the Wayne Industries guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their little yeah. stupid suits. I think that was cool. There's just so many little things because it goes from high school kids who are just troublemakers to high up professional guys who are the same childlike troublemakers. But he handles one one way and then he handles another situation another way. Like those were like parallel scenes in a sense. Speaking of also, kids, um, yeah. why are they stealing the sign? You know, I guess I know this movie took place in the 80s, but. I'm getting tired of these movie bullies who's stealing signs. Yeah, and I they beat them up for no reason. And then they say, take a stuff, take a stuff. But no one took anything from him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for them to take his pocket. They didn't. They just ran. I was like, because he doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even check. He, oh, he was really like looking for that sign. Like, <laughs> after, I mean, I'm guessing like a block or two, like it's it's a lost cause, you know? He was actually yeah. going to. He put all his detective skills into finding those kids just so he could bring that sign or get that sign. And then the 
the guy who is <laughs> his boss is like, I got to dock this sign from your pay because he didn't give the sign back to his man. And all, all I'm thinking is, how many times do you plan on going out of business? <laughs> um, when, when do you plan on using this again? And do you possibly see a flaw in your your business practices if you just have the sign that you have to keep having? Um, I, there was that. And then this apparently, like, everyone is having trouble finding jobs, but the clown economy is incredibly strong <laughs> Yeah, Gotham City. I was thinking, like, who is actually a clown? <laughs> where is where is that niche? Why don't you go look in the mirror? Okay, dude. Okay. <laughs> ah! Yeah, it's, uh, it's an association up. of clowns. And at, at one point, one of them says, uh, business is good or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> after I think it was after the murders. He was like, yeah, clowns yeah, yeah. in every newspaper. Business mm. is uh, good for business. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that, was, uh, that was funny to me. And the fact that he really was going to chase those kids down for that sign. Yeah, he was uh, he was booking it in those clown shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that made a statement too. Like he's doing everything he can, but because he's in his clown shoes, I don't know. That's kind of deep to me. Because sometimes I feel like I'm just running through life in, in big clown shoes. <laughs> okay, I don't want to make this deep, but okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, so I I love in the movie how they. You just kind of get to know him for the first 45 minutes and you learn all these things about him, like his laughing condition. Um, you see that he's kind of like deformed. You see that he has this weird relationship with his mom. You see that he's been bullied. You see that he sees a therapist. He's on medication, all this stuff. And then I think what makes this different from I think what made this movie so shocking was because by the time he kills his first person, it's like you knew this guy your whole life and you're like, oh, oh, geez, he did it. Like he snapped finally. Oh, yeah, it was super sudden. Yeah, I was also surprised it did happen early on in the movie because I only seen the two trailers. But in all those trailers, you never see him actually do anything bad, mm -hmm. which is good. Um, yeah. So they did a good job covering things up. Uh, oh, I wanted to bring it back to the first time we see his condition. Um, he's making the faces with that child. And that mom gets really gets on to him saying, can you, can you leave my child alone? Like, you see very obviously that the child is interacting and playing with this man, but she just looked at him with disgust. <laughs> yeah, Said no. New York mom. Making us, making us look bad, right? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> oh, sassy black woman stereotype? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. Did she give that card back? <laughs> no, she, I, she did not get that card back, okay? Uh -huh. I'm glad you remember that. I didn't write that down. I, got yeah, my nose I think right he would here. have then handed it to those guys on the subway because <laughs> I think he was looking for it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He, she didn't give it back. Um, but speaking of his laugh, Ooh. this is back when Nathan was saying, I think uh, this Phoenix guy is a really good Joker laugh. Um, I think so too. I haven't heard a Joker laugh this good since, you know, Mark Hamill. Ooh, it's a strong claim. There was a, I think I talked to you about this with Ace a little bit earlier, but that condition is an actual condition. I saw this from one of the YouTube videos that I saw mm -hmm. talking about the movie. Um, and it was, uh, I think Joaquin Phoenix actually like studied these people who had these conditions laughs uh, just to get it, you know, just right. Yeah, because it didn't seem too like cartoony of a laugh, but it didn't seem too real that it was just a normal laugh. Like it was a good medium. Yeah, it was like you could believe that it was uh, like just a, an unfortunate reaction to something. It, yeah. it looked, yeah, it looked painful. My lungs were hurting from seeing him laugh like that. Mm -hmm. and, and watching him smoke for two hours all those straight. cigarettes yeah. <laughs> how many takes <laughs> Ooh. I'd say 
the low of the movie was the scene where he was bathing his mom. I think that scene, I was just waiting for the, for the scene to be over. It's like, I get it, but I don't know. It was like, it was like almost too romantic. You saw it as a, a romantic thing. I don't, it was like, I don't know. It's weird to me. Hmm. Weird you to know, me. <clears throat> I know it's necessity. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think? Uh, when you say load, like the scene that just made you like the, the most uncomfortable or like you, like his particular low point. Oh yeah. I just felt uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, I was most uncomfortable when he actually put his fingers inside Bruce's mouth to make him smile. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he did. He did. Cause I thought he was choking him out. I was like, Bruce is really cool with this right now. He was way too comfortable. Uh, my yeah. note for that was uh, "Stranger Danger?" Question mark Was "Stranger Danger" not a thing in the eighties? I don't think so. Okay. David, my note was uh, "Teach your kids about the danger of clowns at an early age." <laughs> no, but uh, I missed, I'm sorry, I missed Nathan's. Nathan, what would you say? What was the part that got you? Oh, just when he was like giving his mom a sponge bath, and they were just—I don't know—they were just <laughs> oh, okay, spending time together like that. I get. I guess she's she's elderly, so it. I don't know. Just... You know, I, I, I. There is something to see, to be said about that because you're trying to figure out if she can do things on her own. I, I had a feeling like she could, if she wanted to leave that place, she could. Um, like she might need a cane or something like that. But she was walking around, you know, she, in her apartment, and but you never actually see her leave the apartment, and that's. Yeah, she can do stuff. You see her pinsmanship on those letters she was writing. Right. Yeah. 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 Mine. yeah. Um, and there's just how much trying to get she, cash. Yeah. How much does she really know uh, that she's doing? That's a good point. So, what was y'all's reaction when you found out that she was crazy, and when you found out that Joker was crazy? Um, when I found out Joker was crazy, like, uh, I, what, what do you mean when Joker was crazy? Like when you realized he he was tripping. Oh, um, see that's. This whole unreliable narrator thing. I know the second he superimposed himself in that um in that TV that late night special. Oh yeah. So when I saw that in the beginning, I was like, okay, well now I can't trust anything that goes on on the screen. Oh. Which is why okay. I knew he was never dating that that black woman because mm-hmm. you know she's laughing at. I know no one that no one laughing at this man's jokes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> started laughing at it like ah oh, come on. I saw her going out on dates. I'm like you need to get home and watch a kid. Right. <laughs> yeah, and when she she was at the hospital, I went and saw this with my roommate. We said, uh, "Who's watching that little girl?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I'll admit it, I was fooled. Even I was fooled too. Yeah, on the uh, on the late night segment when he was there, I was like, "That seems like real to me." And again, I was only confused about the the black woman when he was sitting in an apartment. I was like, "I don't know." I don't know. He's sitting kind of, he's sitting kind of weird right now in this, this part. Like he was walking through, <laughs> he's walking through our apartment. And he was touching things like, like he's never mm-hmm. touched it before. And I was like, you supposed to be hanging out with this person all the time. Why are you touching the bag like that? You know, her, her pocketbook. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it definitely fooled me. Yeah. The film did, they purposely didn't give you a, a tell sign <clears throat> when he was imagining things like when you're doing the stand-up and you heard people laughing from his point of view but you know no one was laughing yeah um, mm. but God, the reason i was able to tell with this with the night show asian was because the host was talking about the super rats was which was on the news that day so you knew that was oh yeah oh that could have been yeah in the past or whatever 
You hear about those super rats? The doctors say the scientists say the only way to get rid of them is uh, super cats. Oh wow, you remember that? Oh, should you write that down? No, no. <laughs> but I was just thinking, what a ch- what a cheesy late night line. That's yeah. That's what they. That's how they they do it. I mean, it's filled with bad jokes because they was, do an episode every night. That was another thing. Um, I know they had that. They had a Charlie Chaplin like charity event. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Chaplin isn't that funny. Yeah. Okay. I wrote. I wrote that down. Um, I thought you know I did like what they were going for when you see all the rich people in the theater watching stuff while there's a riot right outside. But then I was like, I didn't write that down because I'm like, these people are laughing every two seconds. At this Charlie <laughs> yeah. Chaplin. I've seen these movies, right? Um, they're not that funny. They're funny, but they're not that funny every thirty yeah. two seconds. Fun- and it was funny when silent movies were the thing, but at and, and when this movie takes place, I mean, silent movies are dead, right? And this yeah, is just a uh, this is just a thing, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, after you've seen a a real movie, you go back and watch. Chaplin. It was it was also perfect summer. for that time period. Yeah, like everyone's saying. Um, mm-hmm. But movies are better with people talking. <laughs> uh, some of some of his movies are they hold up still? I mean, no. Uh, what's the famous one um, where he's? Is it the dictator? Where he has, like, yeah, but that one has voice acting. Or yeah, I know, think that's sound. that's one of his. I think better movies. Um, but it, it has sound. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's the movie that got him on Hitler's list, didn't it? let me let me go back to um when they were at the the wayne mansion you see alfred in there alfred was a big boy that wasn't that wasn't my alfred i'll tell you that Uh, the big boy isn't he supposed to have like training he's like yeah i'm like this guy's a military boy y'all had letting guy choke him out (laughs) and he's a big boy all right no arthur only weighs 110 pounds yeah i know right how you letting this Uh, Bruce uh, just watched. All right, let's not forget that he just watched. <laughs> he, he oh. wanted to see what happened. He said, "Maybe I need a new butler." You know, <laughs> get this clown in here. Same thing with his his parents getting gunned down. It was just uh, blank face Bruce. Um, yeah. <laughs> that little actor, he didn't do too much. No, he didn't do too well. You have no, Joaquin no. Phoenix giving like the performance of a lifetime, and then this little pale faced kid just staring at the camera. I imagine since this is also... Uh, I shouldn't have said pale face. I meant blank face. <laughs> nah, you, uh, you know what you said. Bro, I'm about to get canceled. <laughs> Cancel culture. So let's just say I, Bruce is like uh, like 8 or 10. Um, does that mean uh, like when he starts fighting the Joker, he's fighting like a 60-year-old man? Um, yeah, I guess yeah, y'all probably don't know much about... Y'all, either y'all watch uh, Jack Nicholson's um, Batman 1989. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, a while. No. Okay, that's Joker. where he says, "I'm Batman," right? Yeah, um, Joker kills um, Bruce's parents in that. Man, he's still out here walking around <laughs> current age. So yeah, they they've done that before. Okay. They have Joker, you know, running around before Batman. You know, when Batman he's eight, he's a kid. Mm. So yeah, if they do continue, they they I don't think they'll continue. This is just a one off thing. But if they did continue this uh, story route, then yeah, Joker would be like in his fifties. 60s fighting Batman. You you think about how we have this great acting, right? And now we got to go back to Jared Leto, Suicide Squad, Joker. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what are, what are they going to do about that? <laughs> are they going to recast them? Are they they are doing a Suicide Squad too, right? Yeah, I think uh, James Gunn is directing that. I think he made enough money. <sighs> but I think like they recast them, right? Jared They're Leto. recasting Ben Affleck and um, Henry. What's what's that man's last name? 
Superman. Cahill. Cahill? Cavill. Cahill? Cavill. Henry Cavill. Wait, they're yeah. recasting him? We're getting a new Superman. Yeah. Why? He's, I think he, yeah, he's perfect for the role. They just didn't write him good material. Jeez. DC is... What the heck? Yeah. They, I, they made... They it's ruined like they're, it. They're like, our car keeps breaking down, so let's buy a whole new car instead of <laughs> opening up the hood. <laughs> hey, they're going to get it right with uh, Birds of Prey, right? We all saw that. Yeah, yeah that trailer looked pretty I don't good. know what I was looking at. All right. The hell is Birds of Prey? What's that? It's the Harley uh, Quinn Hardy movie. Quinn Oh, oh that oh oh okay. I didn't know that had a name. Um yeah, it was you know, I don't know. I'm you going you back got to the to... theater late because you were too busy getting your cookie dough bites from the front counter. <laughs> <laughs> do you get cookie dough bites? I actually do you, get you the cookie that? dough bites. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a, a better thing to get there. I mean, because I don't see cookie dough bites anywhere else but at the theater. You know, I'm not about to buy it online in bulk. <laughs> no one. They don't sell this at Costco. Um, but yeah, no, I did show up late. So I did not see that trailer. I'm going back to when we found out that he was never dating the black woman. Um, why did they spell it out to me like I was in kindergarten? They said to show every single time. Yeah, they, need to, they, yeah, they showed every single time. They could have showed just one scene, but really they didn't need to show anything. We could have put it together ourselves. Uh, this is maybe obvious to everybody else, but I didn't really know. Uh, but in the end, when he, uh, he's talking to that lady in the hospital, uh, is it possible uh, that none of that happened at all? Yeah. Or do we know for sure yeah. it happened? I think they're trying to leave it both ways. Okay. Where it could, it makes sense that it all happened. But at the same time, the way they ended it, it could possibly not have happened. It could all have been in his head. You wait, you're wondering because at the end of the movie, it seems like he escapes from the police, but then... Well, I assume they're going to catch him again eventually. I mean, but yeah, you're right. They didn't show that part. They didn't show him getting caught. They yeah. just jump. They just cut straight to him being um, interviewed. And I'm like, why would they? They wouldn't leave this man unarmed in a room with someone, right? I mean, leave yeah. her, leave right. the therapist lady in there by herself with this crazy guy. Yeah, right. And stop giving them c- cigarettes. All right. <laughs> I also want to say that that therapist lady did absolutely nothing the whole movie. She did not help him in any way at all. Yeah, hey, another you, thing with the unreliable narrator. So at, was he even telling, was Arthur even really talking to her? Because when he said stuff like, you know, uh, every day I have bad thoughts or something, she never replied to it. So I was wondering if he even actually said it out loud or if he was just saying point. it in his head. Then where does he get his, uh, okay, I can, I can see that. But where does he get his medicine from? I mean, you know, I'm still, uh, yeah, he still goes to her for the medicine, but I don't know if he's actually talking during these sessions. Mm, oh. Ooh. Or at least saying what he's needs to say yeah i didn't like there was one scene i caught where he he like laughs i think they were watching tv in the living room he laughs at something on tv and then his mom says that's not funny arthur as if she didn't know that he had that condition like he obviously did a little it's like a nervous laugh yeah you know a little bit because i'm thinking he's he's what in his 30s she hasn't found out yet that he laughs when he gets nervous I think it was uh, just, again, how much does she does she really know? Like, she may be incredibly sharp in some areas, but just absolutely insane uh, with everything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that? Um, you mentioned, Justin, how, first of all, there was a lot of cameos in this movie. Well, not really cameos, but just new actors on the scene. Yeah, they got Paperboy. Yeah. yeah. And just then, kind of uh, digress. 
I'll be honest with you. I don't know. That was that was yeah, but I mean he had his own show, basically. Yeah, basically. You know? And now he's gonna be in the Enemy oh Academy Award winning movie. Amazing. Right. Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> did did he have enough lines? I think you have to have two two lines. Oh I, I guess I guess he had enough. I guess that yeah, was he had enough. enough. Okay. Yeah. Um Ooh. like when he was reading that paper out mm-hmm. talking about how she abused the baby and then he looks at him. Like that whole scene was pretty it's a pretty dramatic, heavy scene. Yeah, I did notice um, when he was looking at the files, when it talked about the adopted baby that she, uh, that Penny owned, or not owned, her baby, her child. <laughs> um, they didn't have a, they had a, I think for the name part of the baby, it said unknown. So I don't think he's ever actually officially, you know, I know that she called him Arthur his, his whole life, but. Yeah. So what we're, we're saying here is that there is um a non-zero percent chance that his name is actually Joker. <laughs> it was blank, and that fits the Joker role because he's not supposed to have a name, really. Yeah, I was. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. This whole movie, how he had a real name, but now that you say it like that, that's kind of cool. See, that's that's what makes this a good movie is like little details like that. Mm. And I liked how some of the speaking of cinematography, a lot of the movie you oh, had like, to. Oh, he's back! Ah, ha ha. Okay, so. Oh. I noticed how a lot of the movie you had to like they'd put the camera on a piece of paper and you'd have to catch certain words. Yeah, to read it fast. Yeah, yeah I, read it so fast. Much, I, I read slow. But it kind of it was. I thought it was a cool little touch to the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of his his notebook paper, why why this man got porn cut out and put it in his notebook all the time, huh? Yeah, <laughs> at least put it in the back pages or something. I think that was even another part of like his how you get to know him through the beginning of the movie. You're like, oh, that's part of his personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt bad. There's only four people in the theater, including me. But when he was on stage and he flipped his notebook and you see that that page like flip <laughs> in front of the whole crowd, I busted out laughing. <laughs> and like no one else was laughing. There was only the four people in your theater? Yeah. My theater was packed. Um Whoa. I guess I can use did AC and Justin. Were people laughing during the movie for y'all? Um, I think oh. only at like one or two parts. I did have a lady at the end uh, clap. She was uh, clapping at the end. So down. Which we all agree is just not good. Yeah, unless you're at the red carpet with the actors and director and stuff there. I don't know why you're clapping. We don't clap at the end of movies. Once it's over, it's over. All right? Get uh, out. You give the movie its credits on the podcast, all right? Uh, <laughs> good or bad. Did they card y'all at the theater? No. 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 There was a there was a policeman posted up. He's ready to catch catch those shooters. Apparently, like this movie was a big risk for like people seeing the movie and then get getting riled up and trying to. Oh Oh, yeah, there's a lot of buzz about it. There were signs on the they printed out little signs on the doors saying that they wouldn't let anybody in who was in uh, like very dark clothing, like all black clothing, whatever. Um, Wow! Whoa! Wow! Um, yeah, I saw some guy with uh, long black hair covering his eyes. Couldn't see his face oh, at all. Um, was walking in all hunched over. I look, and this is outside, just like the the front of the theater. I look at the policeman. He's posted up on his phone. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'll, hey, go check that guy. All right, <laughs> keep me safe. Um, someone who sat next to Jasmine at the theater. The second he started talk, sitting down, he started talking about random Joker facts. Um, and he was we being a little loud in the little trailer section. Me and Jasmine thought we were at risk. We thought he was the one. But uh, <laughs> during the movie, he was he was he didn't do anything. He was good. That's good. 
But yeah, people were laughing throughout the whole movie in my theater. Mm. Um, that parts I didn't think were funny. Okay. Um, yeah. They were laughing at random parts that were not funny. And I was like, oh, shoot, let me get down real quick. Cause I thought they were going to just stand up. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I'm, I'm here. I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this uh, was not the movie that America needed to see in this yeah. day and age. Yeah, it had some uh, a bunch of controversy about it, um, like uh, rich versus poor, uh, a bunch of we live in in, in a society type stuff. <laughs> um, that's always my favorite. Uh, the one part that I not since we're talking about it, um, the one part that made me kind of laugh was when they were rioting outside. And they were, I don't know what it was, some sort of picket outside the movie theater with all the rich people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're going back and forth with the police. And, like, the police officer gets shoved, and he decides to jump into the mob. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that was possibly the worst thing you could have done when they yeah. obviously outnumber you. <laughs> you just need to shoot him. you right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all that. But... Shoot the t- tear gas. Shoot the tear gas at him. Did y'all catch how... Um how they timed it out as soon as Bruce's parents got shot in the alley. That was also the exact same moment when Joker came back to life on the hood of the car. And so it was like Batman and Joker were born at the same yeah. instant. Yeah. saw that. I, I didn't that notice really that. Cool. And then they flipped, they flipped the switch. Um, you know, Batman's usually known for accidentally making the Joker. He drops him in that acid. That's what most of his origins go by. Oh yeah. Um, but this time Joker kind of, you know, directly, created batman by causing the riot inintentionally mm-hmm. but you know to cause the riot or when he uh put his fingers in his mouth yeah <laughs> that right there caused he's like i'm gonna grow up i'm gonna beat these guys up <laughs> touching me um, you know what i found she noticed speaking of the riots as the gotham city itself you know got more chaotic and all you know caught on fire and whatnot um that mm-hmm. was almost like joke uh arthur's psyche slowly going crazy as the city went crazy oh oh see there we go this man zay is about to marry an author by the way yeah she did some what else she write down? let me look at it real quick uh, talk about his dancing how in the beginning when he first killed those random guys wall street guys how he was uh dancing all slow and in the dark room and all really you know just slow mm-hmm. pace dancing but then when he fully embraced the persona he was outside in the bright lit area and just oh. dancing all crazy like um i don't know where she was going with that but i do i'm pretty sure there's something there oh that's a good point there was there was some cgi blood in this man's face okay um when he killed one of his co-workers in his apartment there was cgi blood <laughs> on arthur's face and yeah looks, i guess me and nathan fake. are the only ones in the world who saw it there was no fake droplets yeah oh, you, you saw it Nathan? yeah 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 I saw okay it. all right look like something you see when uh, blood falls on that smiley face in Watchmen. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's fake blood. And you're That's thinking, like. not much CGI was used in this movie. So for the little CGI they did use, why didn't they Why didn't they go all in? Why, yeah. why do you have to CGI blood, though? All you got to yeah. do is, I don't know. like, spritz the guy with some fake That's blood. That's what I was thinking, too. That's what made me question it myself. I was like, maybe it isn't CGI blood. Maybe it's just really shiny, fake blood. But then when um, Arthur got up off the police car, you know, he had blood on his face, his own blood, and that looked that looked better than the CGI blood. So then I realized, yeah, you know, yeah. that was CGI blood earlier. Uh, Same thing when he shot the t- the TV host; there was fake blood on his face. Oh yeah, 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 that was fake. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, that guy, his what was his name? Paul, Paulie, the other clown, the big non- clown, little, little one, 
the the non little person. Oh, um, we could call Randall. him Paulie. Oh, uh, Randall. What was his name? Randall. Randall. Yeah. Ronald. Uh, <laughs> 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 he uh, <laughs> they say the he talked to police and oh no no the guy that owns the clown establishment say yeah uh I already forgot his name Ronald uh said <laughs> that you also uh. You also talking about bringing a, a gun, you know, buying a gun off of him. And I was, he was like, what? No, that's what he said. You know, but if I'm Ronald, why would I ever? And I know how crazy this guy is. Why would I ever do that? I mean, Joker, Joker leaving that place was already crazy in my yeah. eyes. They already said he was a freak. So you're just going to lie on his behalf. You think he's going <laughs> to forget about that. <laughs> and you're going to show up at his place. Say, hey, we just got to get the our stories straight. You know, yeah, the, the reason phone. he got fired. That, uh, and I thought that was, I, I thought that whole scene was fake until it wasn't fake. And I was like, yeah, I was hoping, yeah, I, was yeah. I was like, I was hoping he didn't actually, I was like waiting for them to cut back where he was just standing there. And they're saying, they're saying, Arthur. And he said, huh? Yeah, no, I just, nah, you know, but no, he actually killed that guy. Yeah. Um, When yeah. he killed his mom. I was like, did they not have the flatline sounds back in the eighties? That yeah, the the nurses should have been monitoring that. Yeah, immediately. And then he killed it and he looked out the window and then he got away with it just fine. I'm like, I don't that's why I thought that was fake, because that's not realistic, right? He um, didn't even fix her up to make it look yeah, like I know. Yeah, yeah. She was just <laughs> sitting there with the nose thing hanging out and her hair all messed up. Oh man. Oh, I talked yeah. about this a little bit earlier. Um, but the police were very, very polite with him, saying, "We just want to ask you some questions." And they definitely could have apprehended him and yeah, took him in him somewhere to ask these oh, questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna leave a message. <laughs> hey, we know you're only one of five clowns in this city, but <laughs> we just want to ask you some questions. Who had a gun on him? <laughs> Who had a gun? Oh yeah, we <laughs> also know you the have a gun. You know, why'd you have a gun at a hospital? You know. I think that was one scene where I busted out laughing, where he's dancing <laughs> and the pistol fell out of his pants. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Okay, that was people hilarious. did laugh in my theater, too. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get how no one could put it together that a man in a clown outfit with a gun killed people on the subway. Now, like, granted, at that time, have... there were more people walking around with a clown mask, but that really didn't start happening until after that hit the news. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it was uh, also interesting how, like, except for the people who worked for the the Wayne Industries, or whatever, these were like the worst people in the entire city. Uh, and he's like, "Good riddance that they're gone." Got incredibly lucky. Uh, I took yeah, 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 the worst lucky. people yeah. in the entire city. <laughs> I thought those guys were being cool in, until, uh, well, the whole fried thing that was messed up. Oh, but when they started singing the song with Joker, I was like, I was like, "Hey, all right." And then they, it turns out they weren't. They weren't trying to be his friend. Started beating him up, which I don't. I guess I've just lived a privileged life to never see people just get bullied like that for no reason. Yeah, uh, it was that. Um, I also want to know how old that "Bring Out the Clown" song was uh, for them just to be just to be singing that. Yeah, everybody knows the words to that song, huh? My <laughs> four part chorus on the uh, subway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring out the clown. Yeah. No, you did, did. So the joke did Arthur kill that um that black woman? What happened? I don't uh, know. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You heard the sound of an ambulance in the next scene, and he was in his room, 
then I'm like, he couldn't have because no way, you know, he's two doors away, oh. and the police would have immediately arrested him. So <laughs> I don't know what happened there. So a slight cut back to the the clown song came out in 1973. So I'd say it's possible. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess they just be singing like that. Is this taking place in the 80s or 70s? I thought it was the 80s. I feel like 80s. I thought it was the 80s. So. Okay, okay. So I, I guess that's enough time for everybody to learn the song, right? Yeah. But yeah, I guess talking about it again, I feel a little bit. See, nobody, we don't, no one asks for a Joker movie. Nobody wants a Joker movie. Joker does not need an origin story movie. Um, yeah. Because he's known for, you know, he always says he wants his origin story to be multiple choice, which they, I guess they tried to allude to at the end of the movie where they make you question whether the movie even happened. He was in the therapist room. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm going to stick with my story of an 80. Ooh, it was just, I like that. you know, it was, it was a good movie, but that's not the kind of movie I, you know, that's not the kind of movie I like. I, like, I wouldn't see that again. Yeah. It, <clears throat> origin, origin movies for non-essential or just villains. Yeah. You know, they weren't, usually villains aren't brought in as origin story type characters. They're just brought in as direct you know, villains mm-hmm. of superheroes. So you kind of like have to backtrack, which is why I like Dark Knight, right? When Joker manages to give you, he does that thing where he gives you that multiple choice about his origin, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout the whole movie. But, uh, but you know, you, you don't expect that the next movie will be Dark Knight, the Joker's beginning, you know? Like, you don't <laughs> yeah. think that's going to happen. Yeah. And you're okay with that. Yeah, but, that's uh, all like these, um, I don't know because they're just picking these like Venom and Joker. They're picking villains who rely heavily on their counterpart. Yeah, yeah. Joker and Batman. But yeah, I think it was just they're gonna have a Reverse Flash movie next <laughs> <laughs> with no Flash. Just yeah. Reverse. See, see, yeah, that would be that would be terrible. <laughs> Boys, that's that's good. You should pitch that. Tell them <laughs> they'd, they'd probably be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, they probably do it. Is that a bad idea? I smell. Yep. Let's do it. (laughs) Throw $5 million at it. Oh, another random thing uh, that kind of made it didn't bother me. But I was like, wow, they really said that is when he's going on the the talk show and he's talking with the assistant in the dressing room. He's like, oh, hey, Murray. He's like, that's Mr. Murray or whatever. (laughs) He's a he's a late night talk show host. right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm not calling him whatever. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's Mr. President to you. You know, like no, it's not the same. That's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> that's Mr. Harvey. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's no one. Ugh, everyone always says Steve. You say, yeah, well, Mr. Harvey. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, Steve. Oh man, what's, what's Steve doing all there? I feel like I haven't watched Family Feud in a while, so I haven't gotten my my dose of Steve Harvey recently. I wonder, does he still do Family Feud? I think so. Pretty sure he does. Pays the bills. What other stuff are you doing? I guess he does. Yeah, oh, oh, he's doing Family Feud, but he's also doing celebrity he has a talk show. Food. He has a talk you show. Did he have a talk show? Yeah, he has a talk Ask show. Steve. Oh wow. Yeah, he has a talk he has show. A Steve Harvey Morning Show. I haven't seen it. No, oh, damn. I do know about the, the Steve Harvey Morning Show the same as the talk show. That's I'm talking no, about. No. Television talk show. Yeah, he has oh. a television show and he has a radio show. Oh, okay. This is a busy Steve man. Kind of a radio show. Yeah. You know, kind of. Well. Well, hello, hello, hello. What just happened there? Who me? No idea. No, I don't think it was just you. I think Nathan was doing a bad Steve Harvey impression. <laughs> oh, okay. I did yeah. do a bad. Cut. No, I'm kidding. That was actually pretty good. Go again. Um, no, I mean, yeah, because I missed it. I lost. I had to disconnect, reconnect. There you go. I don't. I don't want to do a bad one because I haven't even practiced. No, hey, Steve Harvey got a morning show. 
Ain't yeah, God go. been good to me? I tell you what, I can't do it. But that that guy, um, yeah, Instagram, <laughs> the guy, Schleve Harvey. That's his. Uh, he, he's it's really good. <laughs> uh, she said. She said. <laughs> he said. Oh heck no! We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll we be right Steve back Harvey. with the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He's so funny on that show. I was listening to that show, honestly, mm. trying to steal jokes <laughs> mm. this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was I saying? For Nathan. Did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Filled your mouth with watermelon. That was right. Whoa. That was... Hey, I'm black. <laughs> He's black. black. I can make watermelon that. jokes. I can make watermelon jokes. All right. I can make watermelon jokes. Yeah, that's... This impression, it's done for the night. Hey, hey, Janet, we're going to go ahead and cut that out of the podcast. You can take that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, no problem. What, 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 was I, what was I saying? I, I don't remember. Justin, you're saying how that can of whipped cream is about to be empty oh, you talked to the, when you, talked as soon as you get off this uh, podcast. Nathan goes to Costco and he buys lotion in bulk every week. <laughs> has empty... Has empty bottles just <laughs> under your bed. Clean that lotion. I'm all right, Nate. Oops. He just fell off his chair. No, that was not me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, sorry, Justin. I was editing that. <laughs> oh, is uh... Nathan is a sole investor of Vaseline. Okay. You want to go there? Let's yeah, do it. Let's go. Let's go there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right now, you're wearing three pairs of socks. To make up for the fact that you have two toes, you have to wear three pairs of socks because they're all holy, and that's the only way you can get one whole pair of socks. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mad? Huh? You mad? Can't think of anything? Can't think of anything. Nathan has. To, Nathan bought a new car, but he still has to stop it like he's Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that reference because I didn't watch the show. What? You don't know how Fred Flintstone stops his car? <laughs> no. Does he use his feet or something? He uses his so bare feet to stop the car. <laughs> he slams them on the ground. Feet. <laughs> how do you not get that reference? You're not that young. I mean, we're young, but not that young. I never, I never watched it. I just never watched it. Nobody's oh, okay. watched the Flintstones, right? Ooh, no. All right. I mean, you at least know what happens, though, right? You please know what he looks like when he's. <sighs> no, I took the. I ate my Flintstones vitamins, and that's the most I know about the Flintstones. He has a box <laughs> cereal. Yes, he, he has. He has a cereal box. Kids still buy that cereal, so he's. And he has a six foot tall poster that you have in your room, also probably. <laughs> you don't what get to those... make Fred Flintstone references if you didn't even. <laughs> those, you, like, you don't even know how he stops his car. I don't know how he stops his car, but I know I just met his number one fan today on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're talking about like those blow up posters, right? Those stickers, like of sports players that kids stick on their wall. Yeah, big heads. Hey, don't get to the punchline. It, have a big head of yourself on your wall. Uh, you call it a big head uh, for those posters, but for Nathan, it's just a regular head. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's, my, it's my one for the night. There you go. That was good. That was quality. 
I don't know. I was on fire before the podcast started, and now we're on air. That's so <laughs> that's so cool. We're on air. We'll play Man. back your stuff before the podcast for the Patreon subscribers. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, are we cool on Joker? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's our view of Joker. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. I'll never talk see it about again. even even grimier topics, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the jokes on you. Uh, like, but that wraps up uh, our Joker segment. Overall, <laughs> uh, okay-ish movie. Um, yeah, it's okay. Movie's okay. All right, but on to our our next topic. Uh, something that, um, if you're like me, you have seen this on your Instagram, uh, your Facebook, uh, your your Reddit. Uh, what's another? Your friends, your family, your your clickster, uh, your your cereal boxes. Uh, any kind of advertising you have seen someone talk about forex trading. All right. Um, it's everywhere, guys, and I hate to say it. Now, um, this has been something that I, me and Ace will take up the reins for here. All right, this is something that has been driving us insane. Uh, I'd say at least uh, for a couple months now, just seeing it just take hold over the community. Um, if you're unfamiliar with forex, is it is a uh, it's just a form of like trading, right? Ace? not really. Yeah, trading in the foreign exchange market. So foreign exchange market, <clears throat> something yeah. that is, I will say, very legit. Um, you can yeah. actually make money from this. Uh, However, I think where a lot of these these ads kind of come in, at least what I've seen, is that these people are making it seem like it's easy to make all this money uh, in the forex market. Um, right, and they so. and they surround the foreign exchange with these dummy companies aimed at getting people to join in, basically pyramid schemes. But they've gotten around they've they've gone around it so that it can be legal. So. So it yeah. doesn't identify as a pyramid, but That's but a, it's it's still a pyramid. Yeah, at, and uh, not all of them. Definitely not all of them, but most of them. Definitely most of them. At the very worst, uh, it is a pyramid scheme. At the very least, is definitely a an MLM, a multi level marketing scheme. Yeah, uh, where the the real product is not necessarily the forex. Um, it is with uh, this particular company. You sell a quote unquote product to uh, your family and friends, and they prey on those personal connections. Um, right. constantly you bring them in under the, the, the pretext of hey we're about to make some quick money in the investment market you can do it too for example you, oh yeah go ahead then once they get you hooked they do that quick bait and switch uh where they switch it over like yeah you can make money you know uh trading in the forex market but why don't you you know make some real money uh marketing our product to uh everybody else right it's it's a nasty business and really it ends with the consumer us people at the bottom losing right if you can't manage to bring in enough people you're gonna lose money all right they they say for example i join i join and i tell nathan and justin to join in because maybe i'll get some discount or maybe i'll get money right but then they're stuck with having to find people to bring in and whoever's at the bottom of that list is usually going to be the one uh Shitting bricks, right? That's what we call it. <laughs> um, no, but it, it's it's crazy. I what really gets me are that because you're you're finding you're trying to get more people to join in under you, you'll say anything, right? A lot of people will say anything. They'll make these videos. Yeah, they'll make these powerpoints and like, and it'll just be with like fake situations. Like, hey, do you want to make real money? You got to be looking to make generational wealth why is everyone using the word generational wealth you know what i'm saying but like there'll be generational wealth if this is what you want 
You got to join the foreign exchange market. All right. You're not going to be making money right off the bat. But what we're going to be able to teach you is how to make so you can get there so you can make that money, you know, so you can make that money in the long term. Right. Make that money in the long term. And it's always marketed as an opportunity. Like, yeah, you need to invest right now in yourself. Uh, you should be lucky that we're giving you this opportunity. Uh, we're letting you in on this this money making yeah. scheme over yeah. here. We're only letting in we're only letting in ten people right now. Okay, and if you want to get in, it's only gonna be <laughs> it's only gonna be fifty dollars every month. All right, until you can bring in some more people. All right, and eventually, once you bring in enough people, hey, you ain't gotta pay nothing. You just be in on the being in on the program. But the problem is, is throughout all that marketing, you're forgetting that, hey, you're supposed to be doing foreign exchange. You're like, what's all what's all <laughs> what, you know, all this trading. There's no trading going on. It's just a whole bunch of trying to get you in on this business. And I think that's why foreign exchange has a bad rep, because I would I would say it's a yeah, if uh, you're educated, it, it can be a great move. Definitely. Definitely a side hustle. Easy. And but, this is also what I've seen uh, from people. But people right there, there's not enough educate. There's not enough people trying to educate the people on foreign exchange. They're just trying to get you to join in because they're they're worried about you know getting getting the their quota of people to join in on this platform. It's nasty. I would uh, I would argue Ace uh, that there is actually a a great deal of uh, foreign exchange information out there, um, even for somebody completely ignorant to it like me. Um, just an hour or two of research, I I found quite a bit of very free stuff on this great thing called the internet. Um, I, I will agree. But I think there's something to be said about an actual teacher, someone that you can. Oh, yeah. You can always right? be great with having a mentor. Um, right. Someone's done it before. Like we can learn aerospace engineering off of YouTube. Right. We could. <laughs> but that's not going to get you the job. That definitely won't. <laughs> look good on a on a resume right there's nothing like that good old dr ali sitting on your desk looking you in the eye putting his hand on your hand he's sliding his finger across your paper slowly and describing every single derivative um, integration every single given every single unit there's nothing like just a teacher you know we had a shout out to dr ali yeah yeah, this man was crazy. He damn near would be laying on desk teaching <laughs> the class sometimes. Um, Go on. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's just like you can watch all the Khan Academy videos you want, right? Speaking but, of Khan, there's no <laughs> substitute for Dr. Okan with his yellow hoodie or his Ooh. jean jacket. Jean jacket. Jean yeah. jacket. That Monday, Wednesday, Friday rotation of his jean jacket. Yeah. And just, just the consistency of him, you know, the, the high standard that he held every time he'd walk up and slap your desk and say, listen, <laughs> every time there's Look. no substitute. And so that's what Forex is missing is the Okans and the Ali's. That's All true. Right, I'm done. true. Uh, there's not nearly enough sketching going on. <laughs> I mean, look, on a side note, professors don't necessarily, not all of them are making big big bucks but they can at least most of them i can say can at least at least in the united states can afford to have a seven <clears throat> piece location you know i'm sorry seven piece rotation of clothes that they can wear 
Yeah, every day. Make fun of his yellow jacket, call him SpongeBob or something. <laughs> he got mad. Y'all gave y'all a test. Am I thinking of yeah. that right? It's the worst class of my life. Someone laughed. Uh, <laughs> I think when he said, "Someone said, how was your day?" And someone laughed, and he's like, "All right, it's time for a quiz." <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz. That was that was crazy. Ah, oh. oh, I remember that. But I, I I do have um. I bought my work clothes one time last year. I got eight shirts, and I've been cycling through those shirts uh, since last year. That's how yeah. you do it, All right? So maybe, maybe an established professor with a PhD <laughs> and is making PhD money. All right, maybe he can buy seven pairs of clothes. You know? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Back to that forex. It's I bring it it's back. just a nasty business. All right, it's just a nasty business. We're we're just trying to make a public service announcement we'll let people know that that it's okay to forex trade as long as you have you find the right outlet to get your information all right and you don't get stuck in a pyramid just going on just going on i don't know going on social media and seeing some some person make a video okay some one minute video trying to explain to you the simplicities of forex trading is not it's not a good idea to then jump into it with real money in those videos, um, the ones uh, the ones I'm seeing at least, whenever they're explaining it, they always stop halfway through, and, like they get frustrated and they they sigh, they sigh like, "Ah, oh, come on, walk with me," and then they start walking, <laughs> and the camera guy follows them. And I'm like, "Why are you getting frustrated <laughs> when no one's interacting with you?" Yeah, right. Always saying, "Walk with me." <laughs> I'm just so frustrated because people don't understand how how easy it can be. To have your own financial security. You don't need to work. You don't need to work at a nine to five. You don't you don't need to to do anything that requires you paying taxes, okay? Getting a W two from a company. All right. All right. Uh the one that but, made me mad was a video that explained how there's no such thing as, as job security. <laughs> and it did everything but explain how there's no such thing as job security. It went from you need to be uh more responsible with your your check don't be waiting until you know uh your check comes in to make your next move uh whatever that could mean that's just um, a poor mindset <laughs> it was that it was saying like how could you work 20 years and then uh i i mean like i said there was some parts of like oh, okay you may work one job and that may diminish your creativity but what does that have to do necessarily with uh job security um when I when I think of job security and when I think anybody else thinks of job security, you think of jobs that'll always be, you know, around because there will always be a need. We will always have a need for healthcare until we all become uh, cyborgs. All right. Um, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there we'll, yet. <laughs> we will always have a need uh, for sanitation workers because we're always going to generate trash. Like I said, until we all become cyborg, but we are not there yet. Um, these these are jobs that we will always. Wait, need. hold on. Nathan's already a cyborg. You you eat your own trash. No, nah, I was about to say <laughs> Justin was Justin was mentioning cyborgs with a little frustration, like he's the last guy in his house to get the bionic arm. <laughs> but all his other roommates, they got the bionic arm, and he's just <laughs> scrubbing dishes with his own strength. You, you've been investing in into cybernetic technology for like the last 10 years and it hasn't (laughs) hasn't taken off yet (laughs) all your money tied up why does he keep bringing up cyborgs (laughs) all right it's a a sensitive topic for just if you're interested in my investment opportunity all right in cyborg 
please leave uh, <laughs> in the comments. All right, we'll get you in on this. We'll get you the ground floor, groundbreaking. Get you on the ground floor. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, that that these drops will always be around. Um, yeah, that, that lady didn't. Expect. Ace made uh, a very funny comment on it. These people also, the one thing they always have in common with these videos, there's a whiteboard in there somewhere. They're always writing. <laughs> Something and, so simple they, they can just do clip art, basically. Draw <laughs> clip art on a whiteboard, and that's going to make you educated. You know? Uh, ah, just... This lady with the job security one, she had already drawn all her diagrams, which she never referenced. And he <laughs> said he, uh, he recognized that, because that, that's a finesse presentation. <laughs> a finesse presentation. <laughs> he just drew just... a box around the word job security, and that was it. And they had random arrows going <laughs> everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Finesse presentation reminds me of my senior design. Final <laughs> posters and uh, the judges walk around. They said, "Hey, what's that? What's that right there? That finite element analysis?" And they said, "Huh?" <laughs> he said, <laughs> he pointed at it. Said, "This right here. What is this showing us?" And he said, "Um, I don't know. <laughs> the force that it could withstand." And then if you look at the finite element analysis. A model, and you look at the actual model of their design, they're not the same. <laughs> they just took that finite element analysis, I think, from someone else's thing posted on their board, which doesn't make any sense because <laughs> they're two different models. So that means you didn't do it on your, I don't know. And, but they graduated though. All right. Yeah. They it's graduated. crazy. These people, they got the degree. Mm-hmm. You ever work on a project or something that, you're like no one else around you. It's kind of like that same situation. No one else around you is going to have the same answer you are because you're just doing different things. Yeah. Yet they they ask you for it. And, <laughs> and you explain to them. You say, "Yo, we're we're not even doing the same test. thing." He said, "But let me see it though." They still want it. <laughs> to them, to them, writing down the wrong answers is still better than their own answers. That's, that's, I get it. Look, you don't understand, man. I'll, I could get a twenty-five percent, all right, with your answers, or I could get a five percent with my answers. So, give me you your can't answers. Borrow someone else's finite element analysis. <laughs> that's when that's on their their design, not your own. But he did it, and he graduated. <laughs> and then there's the same people who make the post of them like in a suit looking up at the stars, saying, I'm pleased to announce that I have accepted a job <laughs> offer. <laughs> it was a tough journey, and I'm proud of every moment that I spent with my friends. It was something like that. Yeah. Something like they're a hero now because they accepted a job offer. <laughs> when we really were in the classroom like, with them, as they were asking, how do I integrate time. 2x plus 5? Ooh. Do I even know how to do that anymore? Hey, shut up. Yes, you know how to, I don't know how to do innovation. simple integration. There's a guy who asked me. Yeah, I don't I don't want to name names. It was a long time ago, but he asked me. He's like, how do you do number two? I was like, it's an integration. He's like, okay, how do you integrate? <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> you said you're in differential equations. Right? <laughs> We're halfway through the semester. This is an easy question. Uh, this is doing engineering math right now. You're telling me you don't know how to do the integration of e to the x. Please. It's like you put a plus one in the in the degree. The degree goes by plus one, and then you put it in the uh, denominator. Right? Is that how you? Um, 
That's if it has bounds, right? If it doesn't even have bounds, then it's just whatever it is plus C. Hey, you know oh, yeah, it's plus C. Right now, right? <laughs> I've been nah, working I... for a year and I haven't used any of that once. Hey, look. Same my here. job. You know what I use all the time? I use tangent. Like when I need really? to figure out an angle between two two solids. I don't I have like to that. do the, the trigonometry. I do that that'll, like once. That'll mess me up. What's this? Mess so me like up. a 3D model? Yeah, in a 3D model. All I know is it's on a calculator, so I did it. <laughs> All right, don't expect me to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I feel bad now. Now when I hear people talk about, yeah, I'm going to major in this, and I'm also going to minor in this so that I will have an advantage in the workplace, and like I'll be able to apply my psychology to my uh, electrical engineering in the workplace. I just feel bad. I'm like, no, you're not. Like. <laughs> 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 no one's gonna ask you about psychology in the cubicles. You would have just. We need this circuit to stop frying people. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that make you feel? <laughs> Did you have any issues growing up? <laughs> like, bro, the circuit keeps frying. <laughs> I do wish what college. Were uh, uh, we were on that that forex tangent. Um, I have engineering friends who have been sucked in the forex. I'm not gonna drop his name, but he was my roommate. During one of my REUs, um, he was a you know quiet kid, not crazy. But I look at I look at him now; his hair grown all the way out. It's a whole different personality out here trying to sell me forex on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh man, what happened? I just this turned you into a salesman. Um, why forex? Get your money up. Just day trade in the you know in the into in the American market. You know. I mean, there's no way even people that work for the government that work in diplomacy and work in foreign diplomacy don't even understand all the ins and outs. So you're telling me you're 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 20 young, whatever years old, and you're going to go f- trade in in uh, South African markets. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Is there that and that also that you you just have the secret. So like, you go, oh, yeah, I already know. Uh, profitable. Yeah. But every single like thing that I research is like this is this is market is not very predictable at all. It's very ah. random. Uh, it's it's very close to almost gambling. Yeah. <laughs> so you you really know um, exactly what you're looking for, and even then it could be uh, a loss. Right. Because if it was that easy, then everybody would be rich at it. Everyone would be, but it's not. See, but it, that's, that's not why, what they tell you. That's why they're so frustrated in the video. And they have you walk with it, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you don't get it. It is that easy. <laughs> it's, right? it's, it's that easy. You know? It's not. Man. Oh. So many souls lost. I was uh <clears throat> I was told by somebody that they were in a in a group of people that, you know, trade in the foreign exchange market and uh there there would be times where people would be like, Hey guys, I uh just traded and <laughs> and lost all my money today. <laughs> I thought I, <laughs> and they're they're in there like, so can I get my money back? <laughs> like, what do you? No, it's, it's over. You and your family of four, it's over. You know, don't. <sighs> so wait, wait, wait. You're just, saying the money that they pay is not even going towards the money no, they pay the company is not even is going, going towards, towards them. No, no, it goes towards a, oh. a service. That's the whole thing. It's like this That's, is not money being invested in. You know your own little forex account. This is you're paying for a quote unquote service, yeah, which tends to be quote unquote educational videos, which again are just YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, Go to the public library, buy a, get a book, rent a book, 
for free. Bro, you said book with like father intensity. <laughs> Get a book. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why public libraries even still exist. Not enough people go to them. They just go for the free Wi-Fi. Hey, we need to keep those public libraries, right? Hey, we should. Honestly. But uh more people need to read books at the public um, library. You know? Public libraries around here, you can you can go there, you get free um um audio books and the like digital oh, books yeah, copies as well. Can, uh, the library provides several good services. Yeah. No. But it's 2019. Hey, if we want free, I I can I can say free Wi-Fi buildings because that's what <laughs> that's what people really want. All right, most people that go to the library are just going for the free Wi-Fi. Okay, and free computers. Okay. All right, just go ahead and get those books out of there. You don't remember going to the library? Just get rid of just books. Seeing, just <laughs> walking past the wrong computer screen. That that <laughs> dude in the community, you know. <laughs> Jeez, man. I couldn't tell you how many times I just saw people in the library, you know, whatever. As a side tangent to the side tangent, but keep keep Austin weird, right? Is it, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, that's some Texas stuff. <laughs> it sounds like you had way too many encounters. I mean, I know one. <laughs> I I know one time I went to the public library and I was like, huh, maybe you should be looking that up. But you yeah. you said you said I can't even count, guys. <laughs> I can't even count how many times I went to the library and I saw people buying an excessive amounts of Furbies and Kirby's. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, we got one more segment uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, oh, this no. is another thing. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that has been uh, piqued my interest uh, several months ago, and I'm glad I finally have a platform to discuss it on. Uh, we are talking today about Carbon Nation and uh, Eligio Bishop, a.k.a. Nature Boy. Uh, you might be asking, who is this man and what is his organization? Uh, long story short, it is a cult and it's cult leader. <laughs> uh, this man um, is a former, I'm reading off a little news article here, it says he's a formal model a former stripper and a former barber. Um, but now he is a self-professed cult leader. Yeah. I don't know how he gathered up such a following, but he and his community at one point lived in Costa Rica, just like in the jungles. Um, they just made videos about living in the jungle, uh, a whole bunch of, uh, I want to say like hotep stuff, uh, hotep quality stuff, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And they, they generated a following. Uh, but of course, you know, living in a cult, uh, it does have, I'm sure, some negative effects. And people started leaving the cult and then trying to, not, I guess not trying, but just exposing him uh, about how this man is also uh, abusive. <laughs> um, just just not a bad guy. Uh, he just, as you would imagine, uh, wanted to be a cult leader uh, for for power. <laughs> but he, he has definitely developed a, a very nice cult of personality. Um, and that, I, I wish that came to me, but the, the most striking example of that was when he, he confronted somebody on Instagram Live. Somebody confronted him, just talking about how you know, saying all this pseudoscience, <laughs> and how um, how do you know that any of this stuff is real? Uh, and they're talking about diseases, specifically STDs. Um, the man asked him. Um, uh, actually, anybody else want to take over this one so I can find the video? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, <clears throat> the guy yeah. asked Nature Boy. He said, uh, "So if." Diseases are all in the head. Then explain STDs. And 
Nature Boy said, what is there not to get? It's all in the head. STDs aren't real. He said, well, no, he, he said it's not even all in the head. He said, first of all, that's easy. STD, <laughs> that's easy. STDs aren't real. As he was eating a sandwich, too. <laughs> yeah, he, like he was so nonchalant. Like, We're going to post the video up. We'll post the video up on our YouTube page. Please like and subscribe. Um, so you can see this man. But yeah, he uh, he said STDs aren't real. The guy said, explain that. <laughs> and he said, he said, can you hear me? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, Nature Boy, he's a he's a crazy dude. Uh, he, I, I have a feeling like he's one of those guys that's a cult leader, but he's only in the business so he can have multiple wives. Yeah, of which he does have multiple wives with multiple kids so yeah he uh he's in the business but his kids are gonna be growing up with our kids that's yeah that crazy a school bus yeah yeah my father's a cult leader my father's an engineer uh (laughs) you play with your father's what (laughs) post that video too (laughs) oh Oh, man He's living in that cult, right? You know, he's he's doing it. He's doing it right. Like that, that's yeah. what Charles Manson should have done. You know, he was living the life. He was writing songs, doing drugs, and banging chicks until he told people to go murder other people. Yeah, I mean, as a cult leader, I mean, yeah, that, 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 there shouldn't be no problem, especially since he's in another country. Yeah, no, no, you know? that's uh, that's just a setup. That it gets crazy because they were. Um, I think all these people were. He's from from New York. I'm pretty sure he's from New York. But he was deported along with his little uh, cult from Costa Rica, and then they ended up somehow uh, in North Carolina. Um, Ooh. Now I Wait, think- what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Where in North back- Carolina? I don't know. Uh, they are back in the States, though. Guys, I got I to gotta go lock my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are back in the U.S. Um, oh, man. This is not the state to be in and also be a cult leader. <laughs> Imagine you're like standing in the airport at customs and you turn around and you see Eligio, Eligio, I don't know. You see this dude and like seven of his wives and then 14 of his children wearing like their seashell necklaces and their their palm leaf skirts and stuff rubbing like oil on each other. Like, what do you mean I can't bring my oil overseas? <laughs> This is more than oil. This is spiritual elixir. Some, some. We, I don't know, man. I don't want him to track me down off this podcast. Our podcast isn't that that big yet, but when it gets big, he's gonna he's gonna hear this. He's gonna go over Asian first, though. Yeah, he's gonna, state. Is this? Do we extend an invitation to him now? He's gonna be standing on your doorstep, <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> uh, Nature boy, if you are listening, um, I, I guess you're invited to the show. Uh, so make sure you have a mic. It's our only rule. <laughs> and don't eat a sandwich. <laughs> no eating a sandwich. Uh, uh, that would honestly be a cool episode. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, but it would definitely be an episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is that is that our plug? Is, is that it for the week? It's a pretty long episode. It's a nice little episode. Ace doesn't have a mute button. I noticed that. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I'm sorry about that. I forgot to mute my. Uh, I'll fix it in post. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, oh before we uh before we log off for the night, special <laughs> shout outs uh one to Jessica for posting uh the podcast. You got up a couple followers. Um, a lot of you all may or may not know we have an Instagram page as well. Um, follow us at the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast uh, for all your updating uh your boys. Yeah. Uh, the next one goes out to uh one of my friends named Jameer. Uh, he's out here in Florida. Um, we told him about the podcast a couple of days ago. We already listened to all of our episodes out right now. Uh, so special shout out to him as well. Um, but yeah, anything else before we sign off for the night? Shout out to uh, uh, Terrence Glover. He said he's crying, laughing through all the episodes. I don't know what he's laughing at because it's not be the sound what? of your voice. Okay, <laughs> he's known me for four years, so it's definitely not the sound of my yeah. voice. Well. He has the IQ of a Muppet, man. Well, <laughs> I tell you this: the Terrence, <laughs> I know, I know that man Terrence to to laugh every time he sees your face. So, all right, guys, come on! That was... You have a Muppet in your hand right now. <laughs> nah, the first one was funnier. <laughs> oh, right. dang it! All right, good. <clears throat> but uh, man, you have actually... a sewing machine right next to you with a Muppet, Nathan. Oh, <laughs> <Should I stop? laughs> oh okay. Muppet was only funny the first time, huh? <laughs> all right. I can uh, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan is the the unibrow of Anthony Davis, but without <laughs> but without the skill of being a, <laughs> a professional basketball player. So you just have a unibrow, <laughs> just unibrow Nathan. That's just Squilliam. <laughs> Nathan is Squilliam. Ace played Big Bird on one of the seasons of uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> Nathan. I don't know if I said this already, but Nathan, <clears throat> <sighs> you're talking like Snuffleupagus right now. And I can't, I can't even. I'm sorry, you can't make a Snuffleupagus sound and expect me to not go back to the Sesame Street stuff. If anyone's ever wondered where used tires go, you should <laughs> ask Nathan's mouth. <laughs> you get it? I said. Because you, you eat used tires. You just eat rubber. I, I, I chew on a rubber. No, you eat it. You don't chew on <laughs> But all right. Uh, thanks to everybody uh, tuning in. You've been with us this far. Uh, the show's only getting better, all right? Uh, if you have anything you want us to, to talk about, you know, uh, let us know in that comment section. When Nathan goes to get a haircut, the barber <laughs> spends a half an hour shaving, cutting all the hair off of his neck before he even <laughs> shapes him up. It takes Ace half an hour to pee when he goes to the bathroom. Nathan doesn't take showers. He uses lemon to clean himself, and he thinks that's <laughs> going to get him by in life. You need to take showers, Nathan. You need to use real soap, all right? This organic way you're trying to clean yourself, it's not cutting it. Can't use lemon as soap and as deodorant, all right? Pick one, all right? At least pick one that you're going to use something real for. Ace has a piece of wheat grass hanging out of his mouth right now <laughs> and a straw hat Ace has cowboy boots on right now <laughs> and nothing else uh, Nathan was a kid his parents used to tell him to eat eat his vegetables and then you go outside and eat grass pick up some grass and eat it right so, you remember when you used to eat grass so you remember when you were sick and you thought the best way to heal yourself was eating garlic haven't we already talked about this on a podcast before? Why do we have to bring it I'm up? I'm gonna again? bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up again. This man we have to bring ate, it up again. This man ate garlic for a week and alienated, <laughs> and alienated his friends because we couldn't stand to be around a man that ate garlic twenty four seven for a week. You imagine that? You imagine that? 
You threw away those clothes, didn't you? Uh, yeah, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me, Nathan. I still, I still have. I still have. Ugly boy, Nate. Don't talk to me. His shoes is just to wear uh, left shoes on his feet. I don't even know he has the right one. Uh, Nathan's hairline can be divided into hemispheres. Right. Yo, uh, you didn't have to laugh that loud. That's all the time I have, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time.